This is Perfectly Not Normal. I'm Epi. And I'm Michaela. We created this podcast because we believe that nothing's normal. Normal is boring and plain. That's why with each episode, we invite a different guest and they get to come in and tell their unique creative story. It's in our nature to tell stories, and we believe that everyone has a unique story to tell. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Perfectly Not Normal. Perfectly Not Normal, welcome back. Welcome. We're here. Wait, you did that backwards. I We've do never done it that I way want. before. I you have to say, this is the way you have to do no, it. No, no, welcome no, no, back no. to Perfectly no, no, Not no, no. Normal. It's welcome, Perfectly Back, Not Normal. <laughs> You're really throwing me off Epi, right now. I am, sh- and uh, I am Epi, here. and I am Michaela. And I am Michaela. Welcome back. Michaela, I am. Well, that introduction actually, I'm kind of excited because that introduction kind of <laughs> is a little teaser of how much fun we're going to have. And right. The people that we have in the studio with us. Yes. For me, they're like they're one fun. of the funniest people on That's campus. That's true. They kind of are like they're the so president funny. and co or vice president of, of the funniest the group ever, you know? That's yeah, true. It's true. I was watching <laughs> I was watching their latest show and I it was so funny. I'm pretty sure it was like the last skit. Mm. And and the president's up there and she's like, you know, like asking all, all of her people like questions. And it, it was just the best. But you know what? They're naturally funny. That's they true. They don't have to practice anything. Like That's just true. them speaking is just so funny. Like I was explaining that and there was probably people where everyone, everyone was probably like snoozing, listening to that. But they 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 don't have that. They don't they have don't, that problem they don't need ever. To you know, for anything, they just are funny. And I'm yes. just, how does that even happen? Well, so now that we've like talked about them, we probably should let them introduce themselves. Yep. So we would love to hear their name, their major, what they're doing in life, and. What Ooh. is their seventh favorite, favorite? Let's do joke. Maybe they joke. both can just come up with something Ooh. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see where this goes. Like yes. GBA, I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hi, my name is Bailey. So excited to be back with you guys in the studio. I am a radio major here, a senior. So next year I have to go out in the real world, which like that probably might be my joke going out in the real world, <laughs> figuring out what I'm supposed to do. My seventh favorite joke besides going out in the real world. Um, I have a funny story. Does that work? So Emma and I were outside and we were at a water park and we saw a traffic cone and we're like, I want that traffic cone so bad. So we ended up driving around this parking lot for 45 minutes, attempting the courage to take this traffic cone in Wisconsin Dells. Needless to say, yes, I know you're still wondering. We do still have it. That's my story. Are we going to get arrested because we... Yeah, um, we might. No. It wasn't Wisconsin Dells, I promise. It wasn't a traffic cone either. It was something orange in the shape of a cone that was for people to take, so... Yeah. So like an ice cream cone, right? Right. There's like a big ice cream cone. upside down. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Nice. My name is Emma. I am a senior... I don't know what else I was supposed to say. I got distracted by Bailey putting my crimes out to the whole podcast. Um, I am going to be an educator, a history ed. I'm a history ed major for, I'll be teaching middle school and, his, and um, high school history. So that's my major. And my seventh favorite joke is a pretty, <laughs> I, I don't remember who told me this or where I found it, but 
it makes me laugh, so I shared a lot. Um, this guy, he decides to apply for a job because he needs some money, and so he goes, and he's like, where should I go to? I eat a lot at McDonald's. Might as well apply there. So he applies, he interviews. They're like, hey, we kind of know you. Like, you're good. You can work here. Don't worry about it. We're excited to have you on the team. And he's like, okay, awesome. Excited to have a job. Excited to be here. First day on the job, he decides, you know what, I'm going to go above and beyond and be like the best employee. So he says to the first customer that comes to his cash register, he says, Mick, welcome to McDonald's. No. How may I make help you? And the customer like is like, oh, that's kind of funky and orders whatever. And his boss goes up to him later and is like, hey, by the way, you don't have to say McDonald's in front of, like, the Mick in front of everything. You can just, like, say, <laughs> like, you don't need to, you don't need, like, I get you're trying to go overboard, but, like, you got to stop. Like, at a certain point, it's going to, you know, it's going to get annoying and people are going to hate you. And he's like, all right, sorry, I got carried away. So the next person comes up and he's like, all right, I'm going to try this again. And he says, welcome to Donald's. How may I take your order? <laughs> Uh, how can I help you? And the boss was like, I don't think you understand. And that's one of my favorite jokes. And now I like to use Mick in front of everything. <laughs> so that's a good one. It's my, it's not my number one, but it definitely would be probably like seven. I would say that's yeah, I like seventh it. favorite joke. Nice. For some reason that reminds me of that video with that lady. Oh, I'm McFallen. Yes. yes! <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. starting you started a club is it a club would you say is it a club or is it a movement is it a what would you categorize this so i would consider it a club on okay. campus and then some other board members called it a movement and i said no i'm i'm just bailey i there's no way we started a movement because like that's no, that's like really far and like that like means like we're in the big leagues. So I'm just calling it a club so I don't like freak out and like pull out all my hair. I would consider it a movement yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's cool and Bailey has done a lot of amazing work with the arm movement that she has started on her own. I would like to be clear and put this on the record as well. Bailey took initiative of all of this. And if you know Bailey at all, you know that she's not one to bring attention to herself slash take uh, creative liberties with how much she's done. Contrary to myself, I like to say a lot of things that aren't true. She said it, not me. Um, but Bailey is the one who started this whole club, initially club and then movement with the amount of people that have been interested. And I have been just along. I'm kind of like the sidecar. Bailey drives the motorcycle and I just sit in the sidecar and like yeah. wave to people and like, <laughs> and then they're like, wow. Can you wear the cute that little That is glasses? literally the best example, <laughs> analogy. Yeah, that's basically me. And then people are like, she's so cool. I'm like, yeah, she is pretty cool. She's really dope. I'm in a sidecar. They're like, yeah, no, we get it. But the motorcycle's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. Bailey killed it and made a movement now and is absolutely destroying it in life and also in this club slash movement, more movement than club. One question for you, Bailey. What color is this motorcycle? Oh, it's pink, of course. I thought so. Um, I just had to make sure. Which is not the color of our logo or our shirts. And I have to tell you, I died a little bit because Emma kept saying, Bailey, like, if you want pink shirts, like, make your own club. What do I do? I literally make my own club. Do I get a pink shirt? No. It's <laughs> it's silver with a blue logo. And, like, I don't want to be, like, petty or, like, one of those people. But, like, be petty. 
I'm petty. I'm one of those people, and I'm a little peeved that we don't have pink shirts. Did you not decide on what color shirts are? Oh, I pushed for pink. And who chose silver? All of the rest of the board members. (laughs) All the rest of the board members were like, we can't do pink. And I was like, I hate every single one of it. You're all fired. And then I said, okay, never mind. You can have your job back. I would like to point out that it's gray, not silver. We, we are not going to look like disco balls. <laughs> um, the second point is I would like to also point out that teal is because that is the color for sexual assault awareness uh, month. And okay. not just because Bailey thought pink was pretty. So. See, that's a, good, pretty. that's a good teaser because we were like, what is this movement? We talked about it. Can you guys explain what this whole club slash movement slash organization, called? what's it called, what it is? Tell us about it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's called Ignite, and our slogan is Ignite Change, Compassion, and Hope. And what it is is we here on our campus, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, a lot. Even outside of COVID, a lot of stuff is going on. And something that's very heavy on my heart is sexual assault awareness because it's something that affects so many women and men. I don't want to exclude them. It affects so many people. And here at campus, we're kind of lacking that aspect of ha- creating a safe space on campus. So and during the summer, I decided I'm fed up with this. I'm done. We are creating a safe space on campus, whether it likes it or not. So I got hooked up with this organization called It's On Us. And It's On Us is a big chat, like a big, big organization that has different chapters. So we went through and I applied to become a chapter and that was going. We were getting a lot of pushback because it was a national organization and they didn't really vibe with the college here. And it kind of wasn't wasn't going the way I wanted it to go. And then Casey Casa, which is a local support of sexual assault building in this area, a really, really awesome support system. They reached out and they're like, hey. What if you came to work for us? What if you let us adopt you and we're going to change your name? We're going to give you all kinds of funding from the government. And also, if you don't do this, your college is going to be fine because they don't have a club like this on campus and they need. They said that they've been trying to get this started for years and never had any interest. So it was kind of like a merge that we found one another. And now that we have found one another, it's been so much fun. So that's our club. It's called Ignite. It's absolutely amazing. Um, It's a lot of fun, and I can't believe we are where we are. It started off with, like, just simply me sitting in my apartment being like, I want to do something, getting my friends, getting rallies, getting signatures, and we have over, like, 200 signatures. And then out of that, we also created a petition because our first big movement was to try to protect the Title IX changes. On August 14th of 2020, Betsy DeVoe, which is the Secretary of Education, decided to release a bunch of rules that stripped survivors of their rights. I mean, it was like horrendous. And like, I did throw up when I read those because it was so like, they're horrendous in my opinion and mostly every single advocate's opinion because... It's things like, well, if it doesn't happen on campus, they don't have to do anything, you know, which is funny because over 75% of all campus assaults happen off campus. So a lot of these things weren't going to be covered. And I said, no, uh, uh-uh, this is not happening. This is not happening on my campus. So we spoke with our Title IX coordinator and I was like, I want you to know I'm going to fight you. Like, this is going to happen. So we started a petition on change.org and we have over like 700 signatures. I got all those bad boys. I said, oh, you don't believe me. Oh, look at all these other people who are not going to take a stand for this. So that was really cool to be able to have that. And now, thankfully, our school does have better Title IX rules. That doesn't, 
because you can't not accept those rules, but they've bended them. So now our survivors will be able to be better protected, which is so relieving. I didn't know, I didn't know that you had government support on this and that Casey Casso was going to you know, help you out with everything. So it's not, it's not part of the... It's on us. It's on us. It's yes. not part of that anymore. Mm-mm. Now it's just you starting something from scratch with Casey Casa. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. It's very cool. And like Casey Casa has been instrumental in this. And they have been just some of the best, strongest, most empowering women I've ever met. going like where what are your next steps like what are you hoping to do next with this keep expanding it so we have an awesome I have an amazing board I have six six on my board that are maybe some of the best people I have ever met ever I have an awesome vice president I have two in like engagement people who do events that are just on top of their stuff. I have an awesome secretary and I have an awesome social media director. Woo! This is Emma and she is my <laughs> social media. She also is a massive like support system. Emma is my best friend and we've been able to do a lot together. And so she was always this fuel of like, Bailey, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Because like, it's intimidating. I was like, who cares what little old Bailey has to say? So it's been awesome. And so I can't do this. Like, this is not all me. My board is amazing and they get stuff done. So that's really cool. And something that's really kind of sad due to COVID, on the 17th of this month, we were going to have an awesome kickoff event. We had prizes donated from the local community. We had games. We had food. We had all this amazing stuff that we were so excited for. It was going to be a big kickoff event. Like, hey, here we are. COVID happened. And due to COVID regulations, not being able to meet in big crowds, and we don't want to be that group that, like, gives the whole world COVID. So we had to cancel that, which was maybe one of the most heartbreaking decisions I've ever had to make. But I know that, hey, it's for the betterment. So instead of that, we have an awesome social media campaign coming up that our Miss Social Media director is running, and it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for this campaign. And kind of getting our name out there, but something I'm most excited about is the fact that we are going to be doing trainings. So we are going to equip students here at college by standard awareness. We're gonna teach them like intervention, like techniques. We're gonna be able to teach students here, hey, this happened, this sucks that this happened, here's how you can help. And we're so excited about that because, hey, once you give people the tools, it's really like they're unstoppable. So we are so excited to be able to lead those, to be able to train people, and really kind of give them the tools to say, uh-uh, not on my campus. This is not happening on my campus. That is so cool because people need those tool belts because, like, when stuff like this happens, a lot of people just, like, don't know, okay, now what? Like, who can help me? Like, I, it, like who would I go to in my administration to be like, hey, like, that's not okay. This happened. We need to get this fixed. So that's awesome. You're doing so many cool things <laughs> like just in the first couple of minutes like i'm already like bailey you're ch- you, this is a movement. <laughs> it's a movement it's not a it's not a club it's a movement okay so i understand that covid has made you guys kind of stop a lot of things but you talked about the social media something that's happening on social media yeah absolutely yeah so basically 
I have been running the social media pages for, I was running it for It's On Us, but now I'm running it for Ignite. Had the privilege of doing that. And what I've loved so much about it is being able to hear other people's perspectives and stories about what's going on. I mean, most of the time when you're talking about something so important like sexual assault, not everybody's willing to just be like, hey, this is how I feel. Like, uh, it's a pretty touchy, controversial issue. And so what's great about social media is that there there is that kind of uh, bit of discretion that we can use to, like, reach other people. And if they want to follow us on a public Instagram or they just even want to look at our posts and be a little bit more informed. Um, I think it's a great way and tool to get out to people that have experienced these things and are a little shy of like, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to reach out. They don't know if they're safe on campus or if they have people they can talk to. And then on the flip side, there are a lot of people on campus that also have never experienced anything like this and didn't even know that it existed on, especially a campus um, that they are going to school at. And so because of that, um, it's been a real privilege of mine to be able to communicate with people and inform them. And that's what the major thing of what we're trying to do with Ignite um, via social media is just inform people of what's going on. I mean, most people have no idea that this is affecting them in their daily basis, the, the daily lives, um, the things that Betsy DeVoe has been putting into place and like effectively put into place drastically changed the way that if one of us were to get sexually assaulted on campus, would drastically affect the way that we're doing things. As of right now, if because COVID is still going on, if you were to be sexually assaulted right now, you would have to wait until COVID was over to get results back. If your school continued to go with Betsy DeVoe with what she's saying. That's just one of the many examples of what the government has been putting into place. Now, luckily, because of Bailey's movement and because of the things that she's been able to kind of like um, spearhead, we've been able to make sure that the university is not one of those places where students can feel like they can report uh, professors or other students or, you know, whoever it is and say it so that COVID doesn't have to prevent that. But that's just one example of all the different things that most people don't have no idea about that now that we are kind of talking about it and, you know, putting it out there and in a Christian and also positive way of like, hey, it's okay. We're here for you. Um, we've gotten so much feedback from other people. And so because of that, we're kind of doing now, we were going to do that kickoff event, like Bailey said, which was very awesome and cool. But that said, um, what we're doing now is trying to just continue with the information aspect of things and getting it out so that people are educated enough to understand what they're talking about. Or what I've found is that a lot of people don't even realize that, oh my goodness, what my professor said in class was not okay, actually. I'm going to actually start reporting that. So um, we've been able to help quite a number of students get their voices to be heard, to work with the administration to um, really understand that what they're going through is not something that's isolating and they should feel guilty for, but something that they should report and um, know that we they have allies on campus. And so that's really what we're trying to do with this um, next phase of social media based and just in general trying to get our name out there is education. We're trying to make sure that those who have been sexually assaulted in the past, whether or not it's on a college campus, whether or not it's happened yesterday or, you know, seven years ago. We're just trying to be there as an ally as well to people who want support, who have maybe a friend that's gone through it or a sister or a brother. We're just trying to be there. And then we're also just trying to, like we said, ignite change, compassion and hope. There are a lot of people that just need somebody to be there for them in a way that they feel guilty about talking about. And honestly, when it comes to sexual things, it's not really a fun thing to bring up to everybody. Like it's not a party <laughs> starter. You're like, oh, hey, listen to me. Yeah. 
Um, what we're basically the initiative that we're trying to do is just acknowledge that we exist, that we're this new thing that's more community based, focusing on the outreach of others. And then also um, just letting people know that there's a place here. There are people here behind this movement. There is outlets you can go to, Casey Casa, for example, and also just individual leaders on campus if you want to talk to someone one-on-one. So we're just kind of kind of trying to do exactly what we would have done at the kick uh, the kickoff party, but maybe just in a way that, one, is a little bit more discretionary, so you don't have to, like, necessarily, you know, go face-to-face with someone and, like, say all these really personal stuff if you don't know one of us. But at the same point, have an open conversation with people, and the questions they ask will answer. If they have, they want to hear perspectives from Bailey. They want to hear perspectives from different people on our board. Uh, we all have, we're a big group of great people from different perspectives of this thing. And so it's been really cool to be able to not only relate to the people that are asking us questions and talking to us, but also sharing our perspectives and sides. We're just trying to be there. And most basically, like we said before, we want to change things. We want to be there for, in a compassionate way. And we want to give hope to those who have gone through things that are hard and difficult to talk about. And so, yeah. should have asked this earlier but who or what is casey casa who or what <laughs> oh is this guy named casey he's got a van he lives out of the back of his car that's the casa part it's just a van so we talk to him a lot it's not a person that's so Casey Casa is a really awesome business, but it's not really a business. It's like a support center right here in the county and they're amazing. So they have you know counseling that's free. They have legal services that are free. If you need a lawyer, they have all these different resources that if you're assaulted, not only here at school, but even if you're assaulted in the country or in the county, that you can go to them. They have a 24-hour hotline that is always open. So if you're having horrible thoughts or something like that, you can call them and they'll talk to you until you feel good. They have free counseling, free support, free resources. That is just absolutely amazing. It's all the people there. They're passionate about what they're doing. They love what they're doing. They believe in what they're doing. And it really is making a difference, not only in this county, but also even with right here at school. They're not only funny, but they're so cool. That's not. She's just trying to make us look good. That's not true. I seriously hear I'm like, they're doing, how do you start a movement? Right? Exactly. She's so cool. So cool. It's like, yeah, Yeah, I really feel like something should happen. And then all of a sudden, you've got a movement with sponsors and the government being like, yes, Bailey. And you guys, what the heck? No, like, seriously, I was talking with the, about this stuff like a week or two ago and I was like people need to do something like this is ridiculous because I personally like someone one of my friends just left campus because she was being harassed and I was like this is ridiculous because our university wasn't doing anything about it and she went to them and I'm like why is this not like I didn't find out about it until she said tomorrow I'm leaving and I'm like that's ridiculous and like the fact that you're like yeah we're doing something about it that's a movement and you should never say otherwise. <laughs> exactly. It's it's wrong because so I'm a very passionate person. I get extremely emotional, extremely passionate about the things that mean so much to me. So this has been something that I have really shown uh-uh, like this is not allowed and something that causes a lot of pushback 
from, you know, the higher ups and stuff like that is about the fact that I'm like, no, you're not, you are not backing down. And it just, it's nice to know that I have an awesome people behind me who are like, oh, you're going to say no to her. Well, now you have to say no to me. Now you have to say no to me. Now you have to say no to me because I don't take no for an answer in, in this regard, because this is something that women and people who have been assaulted have been told no so many times. Mm. So many times they've said, I don't believe you. You know what? You're not welcomed here. Well, it was your fault. What were you wearing? What were you drinking? How late were you? And none of those are excuses to harass someone, to assault someone, Mm. to take something that is so personal. Like Emma mentioned earlier, sexual acts are so intimate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And having someone lay hands on you in that regards is disgusting. The way that they can even lay their words on you and the words they say, that's not going to fly anymore. And I am sick and tired of being told no. So I'm at the point where I'm like, if one more upper person tells me no, I'm going to go off because I'm done. I'm done and I'm sick and tired of it because we need to be better here. And what I found out, if we demand better, they're going to raise to that. They're going to raise to what we demand of them because you know what? They're not going to silence us. In my own personal case, they silenced me. I said, oh, watch me clap back at you. So now this is just, it's unacceptable. I hate to know that another student left because the school wasn't doing something. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The, the the fact is, like, I recently heard someone from, it, they were doing, like, a, a university event for incoming freshmen. And they said to them, they said, you here are not a number. You're a person. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's cool. Like, that's what we want. We don't want, you know, every incoming freshman, every student who goes here to be a number. But when things like this happen and they say no and they deny students their rights or say that you're not worthy enough for something like that, then they just became a number. And that's not okay. Yeah. So movement. (laughs) What I think is incredibly amazing about one Ignite and then two, what Bailey has been able to do and also the board as well. Um, with something like this and just in general, not only is it horrible that it's like sexual assault and especially, but like, I think people are also beginning to ask more questions and expect more from the, you know, authorities that they have. I mean, a lot of people nowadays are just like, oh, these are the rules and they kind of suck and it's annoying, but like, we got to do what we got to do. And I think what's happening now, and I'm very proud to sign my name and be a part of something like Ignite is that that's not what we're saying anymore. I mean, throughout our entire campus, we're telling students, hey, if you have an issue, you should speak your mind. You have an important voice. And whether or not you feel that way, you do. You're important. And to be honest, if you have an issue, I bet you there are 30 other girls that have an issue too. If you have an issue, I bet there are 50 other guys that have the exact same issue you do. It just takes one voice. It takes one person to be able to speak their mind. I mean, Bailey's a perfect example of this. Bailey went through literal hell um, for months and months and months, almost a full year. And because she, one person, decided, you know what, I'm not okay with this anymore. It's not okay for me. She was able to start It's On Us, which then led to Ignite, where we now have funding for the community. I've gotten messages from other people from other schools actually messaging us saying, hey, what can we do at our university to change the way that it's going to be. Betsy DeVoe's rulings are going to be inflicted. Hey, what can I do at my college to make sure that this doesn't happen for us? 
I just want, I feel like everyone to know, especially this, like, it's not just like, you should not hide behind this. There are people that care about you and that are here for you. If it is something like you're being harassed, if it is something like sexual assault, if it is something like an off comment that a professor made to you when you were alone in his office, if it is something where even in a public classroom and a teacher makes you feel uncomfortable or another student makes you feel uncomfortable, you should speak your mind. You should be able to have a space to where people hear you out. They listen to what you're saying. And we come to a conclusion where you and the other person come together and we create a better environment for not only ourselves, but also for the people that, you know, like freshmen that are coming in that are expecting this school to be a perfect oasis for them. This is what we're doing this for. And I think what is so important is like, you need to speak your voice. And that's exactly what I feel like, especially we've been trying to do on social media is letting people have a space to where they can share their voice. You know, that's all we want campus and just in general. We want people to be able to speak their voice, share your stories, tell us what's going on, um, tell us the impact that it's having. Talk to us because these things, even if they seem very little and very small, can make huge, just huge impacts. The entire school, Christians in general, and just the way that we look at um, sexual assault, harassment, um, just different issues in general, um, it could change everything. So. The, the one thing I want to add, if you, if this has happened to you and you don't want your voice to be heard, like you want it to be heard, but you're maybe not in a place to have your name said or you're not in a place to fight, oh, honey, we will fight for you. It doesn't matter if you don't want to. Oh, honey, we will fight for you. It doesn't matter if I've never met you. It doesn't matter if we are best friends. If you aren't in the spot where you don't want to use your own voice, oh, honey, I'm loud enough. I have such a loud mouth. I will make sure your voice is heard. Even if, you know what I mean? Even if it's not from them, I don't want that to deter anyone from being like, I'm not, I don't have the personality or I'm not, I'm not in a spot where I want my own voice, but I want my story to be heard. Oh, honey, I'll get a megaphone. I will get a megaphone. I will make sure your story is heard because they are important and it doesn't matter what, you know, what is going on. Just like you said, we want everyone's voice to be heard. And if they don't have a voice, me and my board, oh, we are loud and we will use that loudness for the best of advantages. Has gone to other schools. Like, that's I absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like other schools are reaching out to our school about this movement. Right. Exactly. I wonder, like, what was the most like impacting thing about you getting messages and you getting support from them, and how has that changed? Um, okay, so when I first started the Instagram, and Bailey and then the VP were talking about how they were going to like wanting to go on social media to kind of like start things up and start a movement. I was like, awesome, that's so cool. Um, how can I like be of assistance? I would love to like do social media for you. I can do that. And what happened was I started this Instagram and what I was told was basically like, listen, you have to be careful about what is gonna happen in reaction to this because typically, and like obviously we're not gonna generalize, so everything's everybody is different and everybody has their own opinions, but when you are open about sexual assault um, and more sexual-based crimes, especially people and especially Christians um, will take those and kind of run with that and get very uncomfortable with the fact that you're discussing that type of stuff. Um, and so because of that, we were warned basically that we could have a big outla- uh, outbreak of, of like people like 
people like kind of yeah backlash is a perfect word for that coming out and saying like this is you know like not not okay with it and all this kind of stuff um and when we first started the page and i put the first post up uh it was only positive i mean it was amazing the response there was not one negative dm or comment or snarky remark i mean nothing there was nothing bad whatsoever it was all just people like going through and being like thank you so much for starting this. This is amazing. Like, I love this. How can I get involved? I'm obsessed with this. This is awesome. Like, I feel that's- like a lot of people were, a lot of people were definitely expecting this kind of thing. They wanted somebody to speak up and mm-hmm. maybe they wanted to speak up too. They just didn't know how, but the fact that one person made a post and this whole movement is starting, it gives them a great example for them to finally speak out. And that's why there's a lot of positivity. People wanted something like this. They just didn't know how to start it. Right, exactly. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, so that was just an amazing outcry of just, like, so many people being super positive. Um, and then the one comment that I wanted to highlight, I mean, we already talked about how a girl messaged us about other from other, another school, but um, I actually, so one of, a, I'm going to keep her name anonymous because I obviously haven't talked to her about this, so I don't want to. A girl who was an alumni recently graduated um, from here. She was like very involved and like very um, popular within just the school board in general, and just um, cool to like know that she was interested. And so what she had said was that she had been waiting for so long for something like this and had no idea how to start it or go about it, and was just very grateful because she, since she was closer to, uh, she could tell that there were a lot of issues within the system and just like within the campus itself. And so she just went on and on about how grateful she was, how many people were going to benefit from this and just being able to hear like, not only I feel like there's this stereotype of like, it won't happen to me. It won't happen to people I love. It's kind of like a thing where a stranger like grabs you and like, you know, does something horrible. And then like 90% of all sexual assaults um, are done by people that know one another. So like, like the bad guy knows the good person. Right. So what I thought was amazing from that, it wasn't just some random person saying, hey, this happened to me. She was saying like somebody who's higher up, who was more influential at the school was basically saying like, we see you, we understand you. And like, I'm so grateful for all of this. And that just like just having one person say that and just genuinely expressing like joy and like gratefulness from this movement it just meant the world for me, especially coming from like a place of I have to be prepared to fly off um, and shoo off all these people that are going to be horrible to us and really negative. And to have somebody who was so influential at our school say, this is so amazing. I'm so proud of this. It was literally like a full 180 like moment of like, oh my gosh, we really, we really made a difference here. Like people are really seeing us for who we are. It's not just like, you know, the group that started us is not the three of us just like, okay, cool. We all saw this. Like Bailey liked the post. That's it. You know, we're getting 300 likes, 400 likes on our posts. People are seeing it, are getting excited. And that's what I think was the most inspirational to me is just having that person who actually saw it, who actually appreciated it was just like super amazing. So the whole thing is crazy. Like that's basically the only thing I have to say. Like the whole thing is like how like it's a movement. I like, and I can't, like, I can't think, like, like, comprehend it. Like, you can't. No, because, like, I read about movements all the time. I read about yeah. the Me Too movement. I'm giving my senior speech on it. Like, I read all these movements, and I'm like, what? Like, like to be, to have someone call what I'm doing a, a movement is like, 
holy buckets. Like, what if this explodes? Like, what if this does? Like, what my deepest hopes are is that, like, this explodes. Like, what? Like, what if that happens? And, like, not in a bad way, but, like, gosh, like, this, like, legit has the possibility. And, like, not just because I'm doing it, but because, like, my board is so amazing. Because, like, the people have showed so much interest in it that, like, I have backers. I have people who, like, want this. I have people who, like you know, are desiring this. And I'm like, holy crap. Like this could like, when I'm gone, like this is still going to be around. Like I get to like leave my impression, which just doesn't, I don't understand how this is happening. And like, it freaks me out that we keep calling it a movement. Cause I'm like, what if it really is? Like, what if it actually really is a movement? Like, what if this is like, people are going to read about this in 20 years and be like, oh yeah. Like here at, you know, here at this university, this is how that's got, you know, this is why this campus is safer. Like what? Like, excuse me? It's creating a lot of change. And that's good. It's scary because it's scary. like, I'm just Bailey. Like that's, I'm just like little old but Bailey. all movements start with one person wanting to make change. Just, Wait, where do you want to, where do you want Ignite to go? Because you're a senior. Yeah. You're going to be going, going out into the big world. Big you bad world. Your, your joke. But <laughs> where do you see Ignite going after you graduate? Where do you want it to go? Well, I know even like next semester is it has April in it. And April is sexual assault awareness. And we are already in the works of creating some amazing things in April. And I know that I'm going to hand the reins off to my amazing board. And I'm going to elect a new vice or a new president and who's a vice president. And I already know who they're going to be because they're so stinking amazing. They don't know it yet. So I know that I'm going to be handing these reins off to amazing board members and they're going to be able to just keep moving forward. Like we have so many awesome ground level things that we want to do right now, which are going to be hard. But I know like next year that they're going to keep moving because they're so passionate about it and they know that this campus needs it. And by like I say like the amount of growth we have in a month is astounding so the amount of growth we're going to have when we're able to actually start doing more in-person events like we're going to be unstoppable we're not like they're not going to be able to silence us they're not going to be able to tell us to take down our instagram page like no 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 we are here to stay and so like that is so encouraging so i know i'm leaving it in great hands and they're going to keep doing with this keep making sure that like this university is a safe place and stays a safe place that's really cool um, one of the things I wanted to not clarify, but like kind of like highlight is, is, so one of your goals is to one day make sure that the university and the students are working side by side on this project. Is that right? Yes. That's cool. Because as much fun as it is to fight with them, right. it's going to be even better <laughs> when they're standing alongside of us. And I know that that's where they're, like, I'm not saying any of these people are bad people because right. they are wonderful people, but sometimes an old white man just doesn't understand the same way as a young college freshman girl who has never necessarily been out of the house. So like, I get it. They're great people. They just don't necessarily understand because that's just not, they've never had to work through that. So like not condemning them whatsoever. I just need them to open their eyes and be like, oh, I get why it could be scary for a, you know, 20 year old girl to come into my office and talk to me about like how she was assaulted. Like that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. This person said that I'm just going to read part of it. 
Thank you for bringing this light and for educating students about this change. Education is advocacy, and I'm proud to share an alma mater with people like you. Um, people have been sharing their own personal stories and what's been happening to them. We've had um, people say, I didn't realize Title IX was changing like that. That's so bad. Thank you for informing us. Um, this girl gave us an actual post that she created about resources that people can go to for sexual assault. Oh, yeah, that one was dope, actually. Um, that was so dope. Not sure if you can use this or not, but my friends and I made a fact sheet for our social work policy class, and it's about rape kit backlog. And so it was this whole like statistical and also the issues and the resources people can use. Needless to say, we've had a lot of awesome supporters. So yeah, it's been really cool to hear all that stuff. Before we wrap up, would you, can you give a plug? Uh, yeah. Heck yeah. Our Instagram is Ignite ONU and it's a blue, it's a teal logo and we have currently have two posts up. That's awesome. Yeah. What the heck? Honestly, what the heck? How do you guys just start a movement? And you guys are so cool. Really? Did you, were you not no, even awake the last hour? They just okay, explained. I'm just shook the entire time. I was kidding. like, wow. Oh my goodness. They're absolutely yes. awesome. Seriously. Go I follow them, honestly. I'm so proud to say that I know them, too. Me, too. Perfectly Not Normal. Thank you, Maggie, for listening to Perfectly Not Normal. Thank you. If you want to go listen, where can they listen, Epi? They can find Perfectly Not Normal on any podcast platform, wherever you get your podcasts. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and if you're a cool person, Anchor. Yeah. What about social media? They can follow us. You're right. They can and get connected with us, and they can follow us on Instagram at Perfectly dot not dot normal and on facebook at perfectly not normal yeah well this has been another fabulous episode of perfectly not normal we're so thankful for our guests but all we have to say is bye bye for for now. now